0: Let's talk Marjorie Taylor Greene first. So tonight, this would be uh, February 3rd, 2021, the Republicans in the House of Representatives uh, caucused. And they voted to not not punish not 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 not, starting to talk like joe biden he's contagious they voted to they voted not to punish rep marjorie taylor green for things she has said and done in the past uh recently a video popped up of her being confrontational supposedly with another house member and it depends on how on which side of the issue you're on if you're hardcore democrat liberal you would think oh my gosh she's yelling at people and uh if you're a republican you're like oh she didn't have her mask pulled up while she was talking to a reporter and a democrat yelled at her but apparently these two have uh had fighting words in the past. Uh, You know, Marjorie Taylor Greene makes me nervous uh, and the media is making her seem like the face of Trumpism and the face of uh, the conservative side of the Republican Party, the face of the party in general. Um, It... And as being open-minded as I am, uh, you know, I kind of go back and forth, but I I really don't like her being the face of the party, and she needs to chill out and learn she's a congresswoman now. Now, to all newly elected officials and speaking from experience, uh, it takes a little time to adjust. You know, when I quit politicking for like one whole year, but I said I was retiring from politics in 2007, that didn't last long. Um, You know, I did things differently. And, you know, I'm right now more focused on podcasting more focused on making videos more focused on getting opinions out there because the media gives you one opinion okay now there's one american news there's newsmax there's there's fox fox news f a u x but if you watch PMS NBC, if you watch the Clinton News Network, if you watch what's, what, whatever, the, the rest of your cable news networks, you're essentially being indoctrinated. If you're watching Katie Couric, whatever platform she's on now, you're being indoctrinated. You're being reprogrammed. And they say it outright you know they say trumpers need to be deprogrammed and reprogrammed no you need to if you're going to be a patriotic american and you can be a democrat or a republican or a neutral or a green party uh what's the a libertarian whatever but you got to do your own thinking people you can't rely on the nightly news to give you an honest and fair and open opinion. I don't know if you ever could. I've been a news nerd for most of my life because, uh, you know, a lot of my life was spent sitting uh, on my living, my well, my formative years, uh, early life. Was set, spent sitting at the foot of my grandfather's reclining chair. He was my de facto babysitter because he was old enough to retire and take care of me while my mom worked and my grandmother uh, worked a little bit. And uh, at one time, my grandmother retired early or quit her job, really, to take care of me. But anyways, enough about my personal life. My formative years, it was Nickelodeon or uh, TBS, the Superstation, and all they showed from early morning until time for the Atlanta Braves game were old black and white TV shows like Leave it to Beaver, Andy Griffith, um, the Brady Bunch. Well, the Brady Bunch was in color, but... Uh, You get my point. It was like reruns of old, classic television. Then it was either Chicago Cubs or Atlanta Braves baseball. uh, And then the news. And it seemed like when you watched the... uh, I was probably ABC, whatever it was. The nightly news. They just reported... This took place. This took place. Now they give you their opinion of what took place. And it's been that way for a while. Maybe since not the 90s. But anyways. So this Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's kind of a, a victim of that. But she does say and do things And she did say and do things in the past when she was an activist where the the things that were just stupid. Things that uh, in my previous podcasting, uh, internet, radio, hosting life, I denounced. Okay? So, Tonight, February 3rd, the Republicans voted not to strip her of her committee assignments. Pardon me. They did not vote to remove her from the party or the House, uh, which, I mean, they couldn't have done. They could not have removed her from the House of Representatives. Um, Some of the things that went on... um, this is the next step. Um, the Democrats want to remove her entirely from the House of Representatives, but they can't get enough votes because it's a, it's a close House. But their next move is to strip her of her committee assignments. That vote will come on February 4th, 2021 here, very shortly. So, this is what she's said. Treason is a crime punishable by death. Nancy Pelosi is guilty of treason, punishable by death. So, the media and the Democrats are saying that she wanted to kill Nancy Pelosi. Now, the way she chose her words, not good. Not good at all. I don't know what Nancy Pelosi has done that is treasonous. I don't like Nancy Pelosi. Uh, I think she is uh, one of the arguments that people make for term limits for Congress, although I'm against term limits. But Nancy Pelosi, I don't know what she did It was treasonous and punishable by death. And I don't think that Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene, in her speech, whenever she gave this speech, meant that she wanted to kill Nancy Pelosi. Uh, she has said that there's no evidence of a plane hitting the Pentagon, except for like dozens of witnesses. <laughs> Basically, she's somebody that doesn't believe everything that the government says happened on 9 11 actually happened. I firmly believe it all. I believe terrorists hijacked four planes, three of them hit their targets. One of them was crashed in a field in Pennsylvania. Now, she says there's no evidence that a plane hit the Pentagon. Like I said, except for dozens of witnesses and parts of airplanes that were found scattered about the Pentagon grounds. One of the problems with 9-11 is that we've never seen anything like this while some idiot with his loud pickup truck goes by. Uh, we've never seen things like this happen. We've never seen planes flying at near their, their breaking point. When a plane reaches a certain airspeed... It it will start to break apart if it maintains that airspeed for a, a certain amount of time and these planes that impacted the Pentagon and the Twin Towers were at that speed as they were approaching okay so we've never seen planes hit buildings with that amount of force know i wasn't there i you couldn't get close to the pentagon uh, if you were a civilian in the moments after and nor would you want to uh technology and things were a lot different on september 11th Uh, there is a camera that it was one of many and it was made probably more to capture images of people pulling up to a checkpoint before they could drive into the Pentagon. And it only took a a video every so often, like every 10 seconds, let's say. But in one frame of the video of that camera, you can see the tail section of a plane going towards the Pentagon. And dozens of witnesses saw the planes hit. The plane hit. Anyways, that was a little too much talk about the Pentagon. Uh, She said things like the Parkland High School shooting and the Sandy Hook High School shooting were staged, or they were uh, done on purpose to take away our Second Amendment rights. Uh, She chased that little jerk David Hogg, well, walked behind him, chased is kind of a, a strong word. She followed David Hogg down the streets of D.C. after he had a meeting with Congress, about the Second Amendment and gun rights. And she followed him around going, why are you trying to take our gun rights away? Grown-ass woman walking down the street, pestering an ignoramus, but yet still a teenager, um, about, you know, why are you trying to take my gun rights away? I mean, come on. But she didn't know she was going to run for Congress when she did those things. You know. So. Sometimes when you're doing stuff like that, you don't think that'll it be used and held against you. But at the same time. Should things you said a year ago, five years ago, ten years ago be held against you Because. You change as a person. Now, Marjorie Taylor Green has not changed as a person. Uh up until a few months ago she believed conspiracies from somebody posting on the internet that went by Q Anon. Uh and I think that's I think Q Anon's just like the greatest troll that there's ever been. Um I obviously there the things that this anon says, if it's a, I don't even know if it's a group or if it's an individual. Uh, but anyways, the things Q anon puts out never come to fruition, but she believed them. She retweeted them when they were on Twitter, uh, and things of that nature. And that's not in the very distant past. Um, And she's been outspoken, you know, that the election was stolen from Trump. I have been outspoken, and I just don't think you'll ever convince me with what I saw with my own eyes. That that election, something funny didn't happen. But nonetheless, uh, the House Republican leader, Kevin McCarthy, spoke with her and he said that she now understands uh her comments have consequences so on january tw- or february tw- february 4th 2021 the full house of representative representatives will vote to strip her of her committee assignments um an interesting thing in this is okay The Democrats will win that vote. They have, all they need is a majority. And they have it in the House. The question will be, how many Republicans will flip and join the Democrats? And there will be a few. But, at today's Republican caucus meeting, Wall Street Journal reports... get back up here there's a daggone ad getting in my way of barack obama reading it. barack obama reads barack obama's biography on audible if anyone's interested that's the advertisement that's getting in the way of me reading this news story at the moment um so, Business Insider, I'm sorry, I said Wall Street Journal the first time. Republicans gave conspiracy theorist Marjorie Taylor Greene a standing ovation in a caucus meeting, according to reports. A number of House Republicans gave Rep Marjorie, let me stoke my stogie. All right, now we're gone. The bullet points are a number of House Republicans gave Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene a standing ovation during Wednesday's meeting. House Democrats will vote to strip Greene, a conspiracy theorist, of her two committee assignments. House Republicans gathered to discuss the fates of both Green and Liz Cheney. Uh, The reason Liz Cheney was uh, involved in this caucus, caucusing of the party, is because she is one of the few Republicans that voted to impeach President, former President Trump, uh, and she's been quite outspoken. And I've been quite outspoken that Liz Cheney, daughter of Dick Cheney, is a Washington insider, part of the military-industrial complex, uh, part of an old guard of the GOP that needs to GO-go. So, the article goes on to say, A number of House Republicans gave Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene a Georgia Republican, an avid conspiracy theorist. They have to beat that point to death. That's their narrative, an avid conspiracy theorist. That's the term they're using to destroy her career. Okay. Gave her a standing ovation after addressing her colleagues during a Wednesday evening caucus meeting to discuss her Imminent removal from two House committees. Uh, According to a report from The Hill, Green apologized. Well, this is what the Democrats and the liberals wanted. Green apologized for embracing the QAnon conspiracy theory during the closed GOP conference meeting. Scroll down. There you go. Green told her colleagues she made a mistake by being curious about Q and said she told her children she learned a lesson about what to put on social media, according to two sources in the room, citing the Hill report. Her remarks reportedly prompted a standing ovation, according to the Hill. Well, that's what everybody wanted. They wanted her to de- wanted her to denounce QAnon. She did, and they wanted her to apologize. So, shouldn't that be the the end? Of course, it's not going to be the end. But this is what it is. The Democrats who say. They want unity. Say they want unity. Are doing everything they can to divide the House of Representatives, the Senate, along party lines. And it's all about, you have to denounce Trump or we're not going to let you play in our sandbox. Two years from now, it's going to be a Republican sandbox. And I I hope they do unite and do lead in the appropriate way once we take the sandboxes back in 2022 uh, and take the White House back in 2024. Uh, My hope and prayer for this country is in this short period where Democrats have Everything they don't screw the pooch too much. I hope that they cannot pass uh, any packing of the Supreme Court, wanting to go from nine justices to 13 to 15 to 21, you know, two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? I don't know what the hell they want to do with that Supreme Court, but nine justices are plenty. So, anyhow, the Washington Post is reporting, here's the new Democratic plan for $1,400 stimulus checks. President Biden promised to get more relief to Americans quickly to help people survive. Financially until the pandemic is under control. Now, mind you, during the campaign, he said, we're going to get control of this day one when I get into the White House. And this was the issue that really killed Trump for a lot of voters. A week into his, less than a week into his presidency, he says, I can't get control of this situation. What are you talking about? Huh? No shit nobody can get control of it. No shit, Sherlock. No one can control a virus. It's horrible. People are dying. And a lot of them have massive pre-existing conditions. But the best thing the government can do since they took our jobs away is give us back some of our tax dollars. Um... This article goes on to say a key part of Biden's proposal is to send another round of cash payments directly to U.S. households. Second, some economists, Republicans, and moderate Democrats argue the third round of economic impact payments more (coughs) more commonly referred to as stimulus checks or relief payments Should go to the hardest hit families. Some say the payments are a waste of taxpayer dollars. Who hasn't been hard hit by this? If you're going to give it to one, you've got to give it to all, in my opinion. But that's not the biggest of deals. This young lady is fighting against... Uh, Joe Biden's executive order to allow transgender athletes to participate in women's sports. This would be mainly men or boys transitioning to girls. Now some of the arguments against this are number one A lot of these boys or men, they finish like in the middle or back of the pack in boys' sports. And suddenly they go to girls' sports or women's sports and they're blowing the competition away. Because they still have the bone density and the muscle fibers of a male. That's, that's science. We're supposed to trust science now. Science says no matter how many testosterone blockers you take, how many estrogen boosters you take, you still have male bone density and male muscle fibers for a long time after you start hormone therapy. Now... There is an example. There was a male transitioning to female, uh, Fallon Fox, and he was a mixed martial artist, a cage fighter, ultimate fighting. He never fought in the ultimate fighting championship, but he hurt some women really bad. Broke a woman's face, and if you watch him fight these women, it's like watching a man fight a woman, okay. And but eventually he came across the wrong woman, got his ass kicked. I'd like to find a video of that, but um. I mean, he broke a woman's orbital socket. He broke other women's, you know, cheek and jaw bones. Um, things that just typically don't happen often in mixed martial arts. And I've seen some, you know, bad, bloody mixed martial arts fights where people got cut open, but it didn't break their orbital socket. That's this bone that holds your eye in place. Um, or the bone that goes around your eye, I should say. Um, I've certainly never seen women break one another's orbital sockets. I have seen men get, you know, cheekbones and jaws and things broken in, in boxing and MMA fights, but never woman on woman. This is where it proves... The bone density in his fist was greater than the bone density in these women's faces. Here is a clip of Tucker Carlson and a young lady who is fighting back against Joe Biden's executive order.
1: Selena Sewell is a track athlete in Connecticut. She's been forced to compete against biological males. Kristen Wagoner is an attorney at the Alliance Defending Freedom. They join us both tonight. Thank you uh, for joining us. Selena. first to you. Um, there's been a lot of attention given to the transgendered athletes and, and their heroic uh, behavior. I, I'm wondering about your side of this. Why do you think it's unfair that you should have to compete against biological males on the track?
2: Thank you for having me on again, Tucker. There are great biological differences between a man's woman and a, a female's body, and that's why sports have always been segregated, and that's why it should continue to be segregated to protect women and to give them a fair chance at sports.
1: It, seemed, it, that's, it would seem like probably a pretty widely held position. It's been the position of people for you know, all recorded history. You've said this out loud, what kind of reaction have you received?
2: I have gotten a lot of support, but to me any of the feedback that I get doesn't matter too much because I know that what I'm fighting for is right and I'll continue to fight it for as long as I have to.
1: Kristen, what does this fight look like? Is there any chance in the wake of this executive order that these rules can be overturned and we can return to reality?
3: There is a chance. It's an abuse of power and it violates federal law and it will be challenged. But I would encourage Americans to start standing up on these issues because it's our women and girls yeah. that are hurt the most when the law doesn't recognize reality, biological differences.
1: So, why, I mean, why aren't people standing up in the face of this as their own daughters are suffering as a result of it, do you think, Kristen?
3: Well, I think Trace highlighted it that in in that they're being bullied, that the retaliation, the death threats, the name calling that occurs. And what this is about is whether feelings and metaphysical claims can trump reality. Yes, it's about sports. It's about the benefits of sports to women. But it's about a whole lot more than that, too. We're seeing not only women and girls suffer as a result of this ideology, but millions of students, faculty members, and healthcare providers are being bullied into silence over this issue.
1: That's right. I mean, this has a lot of implications. This is just one. Selena, you are a female athlete and an accomplished one. You're the sort of person we used to celebrate. Female athletics was empowering to women and girls. That's why we have Title IX. Um, Why do you think more people aren't taking your side in this?
2: I think most people are afraid of the backlash and retaliation that comes with speaking out about a controversial issue like this is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you wish more people would speak up on your behalf, on behalf of other female athletes?
2: I do wish that more people would speak up because the more voices we have fighting this, the better chance we have to get a solution that we enjoy.
1: Yeah, of course, it's not. I mean, <laughs> I think people have become convinced that common sense and reality are somehow hated. They're embarrassed to say true things out loud. You're not, and I appreciate that. Cynic Kristen, thank you both.
0: So, if you want to get uh, a good, different opinion about trans life and trans lifestyle, there's a good YouTuber named Blair White. And she is a male going to female. She's had multiple uh, facial... plastic surgeries to be more feminine looking she's more feminine acting than any woman I know um and she's had uh, breast implants uh she still has her uh, male parts down below but they don't Work because she's so far into the estrogen boosters and the testosterone blockers uh, that her body's not even producing uh, sperm anymore, I guess. Because she tried to um, have sperm taken, she tried to go off of uh, the hormones and you know get her stuff working again so she could freeze her sperm and then have it use it to make her own biological children but even she recognizes that there's a difference in men and women and men that are transitioning to women and these female athletes so if you want to get a different perspective on this you can look for Blair White channel on YouTube Uh, I learned a lot from her and she changed my opinion on transgender transgender but the gist of this is you know this girl Selena Soul and her uh, well an attorney Kristen Wagner I don't know if she's Selena's attorney or just an attorney fighting this but Their point is, what I said earlier, there is a big difference in the biological makeup of a male that doesn't go away. And frankly, from what I understand, some of these uh, male athletes that are transitioning to female haven't even gone on hormone blockers. Or, uh, ...or hormone therapy... ...they're just tucking away their... ...you know, male parts... ...and calling themselves women... ...and... ...it's... It, ...sometimes when they line up at the starting line... ...for a uh, track meet or whatever... ...I mean, you it looks like a dude running against... ...women... ...or girls... Um, this Newsweek article, something totally different now. Back to Joe Biden being a, a butthead. Well, I, wish, I guess the last commentary was on Joe Biden being a butthead, too. But, anyways, Biden sued by Trump appointee Roger Severno, asked to resign before. End of three-year term. This is from Newsweek. Uh, Severna, who was appointed to the Council of the Administration Conference of the United States by former President Trump in January 2021, filed a lawsuit against President Biden on Wednesday after being informed he was fired Well, that's not very nice of Biden. Biden's administration has revealed some of Trump's appointees. Revealed some of Trump's appointees of their positions. On Wednesday, Biden asked 10 Trump appointees to the Federal Service Impasse panel to resign. (coughs) Severino said on Wednesday... (laughs) I scroll back up here. That although he had been asked to vacate his three-year-long term on the council by the White House Presidential Personnel Office Deputy Director Gutman Rava Ravan by five p.m. Wednesday, he would refuse to resign. President Biden's attempt to remove me. Contrary to law, exposes his lofty promises of healing and uniting all Americans as nothing more than cynical manipulation, Severino said in a Wednesday email to Newsweek. Because I am not one to be bullied, not even by the president himself, I will not resign my duly commissioned post. And look forward to seeing how President Biden tries to justify his vindictive actions in court, Severno added. Newsweek reached out to the White House for comment. According to a copy of a complaint filed with the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia sent to Newsweek, Raghavan asked Severino to resign on behalf of President Biden. Re- Severno responded asking Rogvan for the reason behind his request. Neither Rogvan nor anyone else from the White House has responded to Mr. Severno's email. The court documents state Severno alleged Biden had no authority to end Severno's term on the council which, according to the lawsuit, does not wield any executive power. According to its website, the ACUS provides nonpartisan expert advice and recommendations for federal agency procedures. Severno's legislation says no information and belief. Three other members... ...of the ACUS were asked to resign by Raghavan. So they're just trying to get rid of Trump appointees... ...and put their own crony people... ...probably people they owe political favors to... ...on these uh, councils and appointments and things like that. Uh, But, you know, this is the guy that was supposed to be everybody's president... He was supposed to unite everyone, Democrat and Republican, but he wants to get rid of Trump appointees just for the sake of getting rid of Trump appointees. Uh, There's no reason. I mean, Newsweek likes Democrats. If this uh, Roger Severino guy, or Severino, pardon me, if this Roger Severino guy had done anything. Wrong, or had any past, as we see with Marjorie Taylor Greene, they would be bringing it up and using it against him. So, as the world turns, the swamp—it is Washington D.C. literally and figuratively. Continues to fight against anybody that's not part of its clique. And so we go. Um, as always, guys, remember to pray for each other. Thanks for listening. God bless you all. And we'll see you on another round of Americana the American Way. Whoop. Did't mean to do that. Quant technology cooperate.